Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. So on this windy Monday morning, it's time to go and have a little chat with Carly Stanley to see how she is faring. Carly, good morning. Good morning, Joe. You're looking very well. Yeah, thank you very much. I have been making the absolute most of the sunshine. Yes, and also having a little bit more time on your hands for a little bit longer. Yes. How yes. do you feel? What, what What was your reaction to the to the to the announcement? It was a bit of a shocker, right? I was, uh, yeah, I was surprised um, that they kind of relaxed it for some and not everybody. Mm. I can understand the reasons for it for say hairdressers being behind clients and you know almost at arm's length. Mm-hmm. Um, I was you know working directly in front of somebody's face for such a long time so I, I understand that um but it was quite it was it, it was kind of odd bits wasn't it so yes the pubs can open and hairdressers can open but we can't and it, um and then all of the guidelines that have come out since it's just been a, a, a real mixed response I think to it have you had a um peruse through the 42 page document I have perused through the 42-page document. I had to do it in the morning, so my brain actually wanted to look at it. Um, And I think that's the thing that has confused some people. And that's why it's perhaps been even more of a heated, you know, debate within our industries. So do you think that the, the sort of crossness and confusion that we saw on the socials was yeah. from people who had read the document or who were kind of picking up fag ends. What did you find confusing about the document itself? I, I personally have always taken a document as a whole. And I think a lot of people were just, people were particularly snapshot in one paragraph, one sentence, and then expecting to be able to twist it to fit what their emotions and their opinions would be and that's fair enough you know we all do that in any situation but it's a government guideline and you have to read the guideline as the entirety of the guideline and on the first page you know it's clearly stated hairdressers and barbers can open and all of the others listed above could had to remain closed but that the document was to be used as preparation um But, uh, you know, words like, you know, hair treatment on the head, people are, well, eyelashes are on the head, let's do it, you know, and and it's right, you know, because I'm I'm kind of, I'm now gagging for normality, but also not, you know, we've Mm. said this way through, I don't want to go back to doing it how I was before, but just a little bit of normality would be lovely, Um, but I've still got my kids at home, you know, yeah. Got them home, and then they're going to have the school holidays. Yeah, so pretty bored, you know. So if I'm back at work, you know, Charlotte's ten. I, I can't do that. So having that extra time is is good for me. It's good. Um, it's not what I want. No, <laughs> my own money. But holistically, but, yeah, it's I, not we, a disaster. No, 
No, we've had our first normal morning today as such. Matt's gone to work today for the first time in 13 weeks. Oh, wow. Um, Ellie's gone to school and Charlotte and I are home and, and even Charlotte now is taking charge of her own homeschooling. She just does it and then only comes and asks if she really needs help. Good girl. And, you know, I f- I, it's great. I feel like a proper, you know, housewife today. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel, Matt, going off to work? Um, it was fine, actually. Um, did you did you do a, a, a quiet hooray as you shut the door behind him or did you not? Well, actually, I left before him because I had to take Ellie to school. Oh. So I was up as I normally am and up and about. I haven't done my exercise today, but it just felt great. Did <laughs> it? Oh. Normal. And then that's it. But also, we haven't really kind of, I don't think it's also some kid that his time is over. Mm. So, um, yeah, so, well, we're, we're just, we're going to have to wait for another. So it's three to four weeks for the next announcement. I don't know, and I don't really know where people get those dates from. There was something, when Boris did his chat, he did say that the next review, but it didn't, he didn't say whether we would then get notification before. Yes, impress- you see, I think it's possible that there was a kind of hint that when he said hairdressers can open, um, nail bars and other face-to-face services, we will be trying to open as soon as possible after that, once our task force is happy that everyone could be COVID secure. And that's what that document is about, as you've said, it's about being ready. So he's giving us time to digest all of that. But I think we might be quite hot on their heels unless, and this would be the sensible thing to do, of course, they're waiting a couple of weeks to see what happens to the numbers. So maybe it'll be a minimum of two weeks and maybe a maximum of four after the 4th of July. Who knows? The general conversation that I've had with my Lush girls up here, and we have, there's been a few that have said, it's hair on the head and I'm treating hair on the head, so I'm going back to work. Um, But it says cutting hair on the head, doesn't it? It didn't say... It said cutting hair or he- treatments relating to the hair on the head, I think, or something like, it was some wording. Really? I'm going to have to look at that again. I didn't, I didn't see any room to manoeuvre. Oh, well, I, I thought it was quite clear. I think that that means like hair colour, like dyeing or bleaching your hair or a perm or whatever, you know, anything mm. that the hair do, but not. And again... People have said, oh, well, yes, my insurance company will cover me. Well, I phoned straight away to my insurance company just to, and they said, you know, no insurer will go against no. guidelines. Yeah. There's a crossover. I don't know how many people you know in the industry who um, uh, do like aesthetic treatments mm-hmm. because they medical aesthetic treatments. Yeah, Botox and fillers and all of that. Yeah, they, I think they are allowed to go back because they're under a different remit. They're almost like in yeah. the dental category. So I wonder- some people again are using the terminology to twist uh. um and and i don't know well it depends on how you voice yourself to the insurers and say this is what i plan to do will i be covered well, mine said no way straight away same here and i had a lovely conversation i'm with um professional beauty direct actually at the mm-hmm. moment 
and really interesting conversation. She said, you know, you just as an as an insuring body, you you physically couldn't go against a government law. No, because so, that's yeah. the other thing people are saying. Oh, it's guidelines. It's not law. But Tara yeah. Fisher categorically told me no guidelines are law and she's married to a policeman so you know well exactly you know and this always comes down this that we were having this conversation i said i've got a few lash girls up here that i'm really close to and we we've got a really nice little like a mini squad Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we've all practiced in the same way and when you see these other girls who are just saying yeah no i've had lashes the whole way through lockdown you know it's fine just it makes your blood boil in the sense that i think it's more frustrating as you want to be right as a good Mm -hmm. person and i want to be right for the right people and then somebody who has just such a blatant disregard um it just makes us you know kind of cross as as humans and then you think well actually they're doing their thing and if yeah. they're doing clients that go to them are happy that's none of our business you know it does of course i can be irate about it but it's not i shouldn't lose no. thought process or mental time on it um, and also i suppose you don't know they might be completely on the breadline, so they have it, no choice but uh, i it's not true of everyone um I, I saw a girl who was posting on instagram in huddersfield and she said i've been given permission to go back from the third of july because i work from home so let's get you girls all booked in where did it say that in the document? Absolutely. Which mobile or beauty treatments from mobile or home you can't do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and this is it. This is a problem. This is why I I wonder if our if our industry needs legislation, you know, it needs a, an actual kind of a system of rules that people can actually would have to adhere to Mm. um it's too loose um and i i really feel for those people who are on the breadline i really do but you can also go out and get other jobs you know there's been i've known a lot of my sister um, runs a virtual um assistancy company and she's so busy they're crying out for people and you know, if you've got a phone or a laptop you can do some home admin they can farm out work wow so i think you you stay in your safety bubble and i understand you know we don't want to step away from our careers but if money was an issue mm. then there are other ways of earning it and i especially I, when you look at places like texas and florida where the numbers have soared and you know there are pocket outbreaks in germany again and they're locking down locally and you know yeah. if you're thinking about you know how long it's taken you to build up your business from a professional point of view is it worth the risk of getting a bad rep people judging you you know people this is a such an emotive subject and I, I i wouldn't you know i would hate to judge somebody who is literally on the breadline and has no choice but it's the blatant ones that are like i can go back to work and i am going back to work and that's that that don't seem to be in that category they just seem to be a bit I, minded and that's kind of selfish isn't it because if we go if we if everybody 
broke the guidelines in such a major way. And I do think that is quite a major way because it, we yeah. are face to face like that. And our, our, our transmission risk is probably higher, although we're so well sanitized and oh, covered with the PPE, we're probably safer than certainly going to the pub. Oh gosh, yeah, no, I, and that's and that's the thing that I don't understand is how somebody can sit there and we we did this adage, didn't we, when the weather started to get good and there were people saying, well, I'm not sending my kids to school because it's not safe, but they're happy to go and sit on a beach with you know twenty thousand other like people. Like a sardine. <laughs> and um, and so I, yeah, it's but that's the that's the the wonder of humankind, isn't it? Mm. You've got to have all mix of people because whatever we see that their fault may be in that blatant, you know, kind of disregard, they might have some other key skills that that do actually carry them through on, on in other ways that actually redeem them somehow. <laughs> but did you see, Carly, in the document, it did say that, you know, if, if you break any guidelines related to COVID, you could do two years in prison. Yes. Yeah. And that's... And then that also throws up other moral issues, doesn't it? If you see somebody who is absolutely going against the rules, do you do you say something? Um, well, I, I didn't I, know whether to message this girl in um, Huddersfield just as a kind of lash mummy type figure to just yeah. say, "Hi, are you aware that?" you know, you could get in big doo-doo for this because she, she might have just misunderstood it. And isn't it in, in that sense? It's, it's a bit like if you see somebody wearing the wrong thing on a night out and you want to go up to them and say, do you maybe think, you know, or like you... you oh, no, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Out. <laughs> and you think, if I, was do, if I was in that sense and I had read it wrong, I would want somebody... Mm me saying actually I don't think you've quite grasped it there no I think maybe I will you know I just didn't you know I think what do you think should I well yes we actually did it over the weekend um there's a girl who does do lip fillers and also does lashes and she seems like quite a nice girl um different style to how we would mm -hmm. uh lash um and uh one of the girls in our little gang we we messaged her and she said no I've got covered by my insurance right that's there and I thought well I certainly haven't so that's when I picked up the phone um and thought I'd double check just it might be that they just said different insurers are reading it different ways and when she said no categorically no um the uh professional beauty said to me that they would cover me if i was to go to work to make the preparation so if i had accidental damage in the salon while i'm making my preparations mm -hmm. but covering for any treatment right carried out at the moment so maybe she also has had a conversation but didn't really pay attention to it but with this um the girl just kept messaging her and saying are you absolutely sure that you have got this right mm. um and she was adamant absolutely adamant oh well you did your bit but i just think we do have a responsibility to our friends and our family and the community to make sure that we don't have another national lockdown and if we do keep i mean look i think everyone has slightly bent the guidelines at some point of lockdown whether it's yeah. because you've been slightly too close to someone 
whether yeah. there's been one or two more people than you should have had, you know, yeah. whether you've, you know, been inside with all the windows open because it's pouring with yeah. rain or whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying that I am an angel and I'm not going to sit in judgment, no. but this is a bit scary when we are so close to our clients. And yeah. I think the government have been quite cautious, but I think it's rightly so. But then the caveat to that is, okay, so they've been cautious with us, but they haven't fairly and consistently treated us alongside the others, like the pub. Yeah. That should surely be last to open. As soon as alcohol comes in, the social distancing goes out of the window. You can go to a wedding and get pissed with 30 people. And, yeah. you know, that's a loving ceremony. It's not joy. Yeah. But they, I know, I've read some of the scientific reports saying, you know, it's they're now starting to understand the percentage of transfer that you need to actually have to have enough virus on you that, you know, you brushing mm -hmm. your clothes, if it's on your clothes, you need to kind of brush it a good amount of times to then touch your face. Mm -hmm. So a, a small, a, just a small interaction with somebody for under two minutes, you, the likelihood is you're not going to have yeah. enough virus on you. Yeah. But that's a big difference from being over somebody's face yes touching their body massaging them facials manicures pedicures for a, an hour you know that's definitely a, a good amount of time to to con contract enough of the virus to and hold we it will be three hours with our first full sets won't we We've been discussing this and I'm still trying to decide whether or not, because we were talking about this, trying to get everybody in and then spacing everybody mm -hmm. back out. And I'm starting to wonder just also for my own level of anxiety, mm -hmm. um, to maybe just say to everybody, clients, give them an option so they could have a one hour classic set or a two hour volume set or two hour volume session, one hour classic session, and then get people in and then sort of build them up. So maybe they right. come back a bit longer time. Because um, I don't know if you've tried it with the whole mask tape thing. It's quite a, it just doesn't feel no. relaxing. And although I'm desperate to do it and my clients are desperate to have it, you know, if we've had weather like we have oh, and you're man with your face covered you're going to have to have all the windows open it's not going to be i called it a treat it's a treatment mm. so I've, i'm thinking i might put it out to clients to say i've got my waiting list and then I'll, I'll kind of break that down to say right who's desperate for a full set or who just wants enough to see them through a few weeks and then maybe we'll build them up in time um would it make a difference in terms of contracting the virus if you got them in for 90 minutes one day and then 90 minutes the next day or would it be the same i think it would be the same because you're they've still, got the virus they've got yeah. the virus but i think it's more overall comfort of the actual appointment yeah so maybe that would work then because i mean and also the longer you're in a room together the more aerosol droplets will have filled the atmosphere and yeah. you've just got a surgical mask on and a shield um yeah. you know it gives it more time that's the other shocker i was really surprised at the ppe guidelines were you i couldn't believe it when they just said just a visor that no <laughs> hello <laughs> No, 
you know, you know, no, I'm not doing that. Thanks. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I mean, I think they, the point was if you normally wear other PPE, continue wearing that. But you yeah, know, the additional part of PPE that is required for COVID protection is a face shield. Yeah, which I I just c- don't understand how that is going to stop it just sending it around here because it just comes back round again. It's going to stop a direct hit, but you're unlikely to get one of those when you're lashing anyway. That you know, it's not coming at you. They're not. You're not face to face that way. No. But that uh, that makes no sense, and they don't have to wear masks. And, and well, I'm sorry. I'm going to ask my clients to do that. Have uh, you seen that? There's been quite a lot of feedback to other lash artists from other lash artists who are already lashing, saying that they have had terrible retention due to their yeah. clients wearing masks. When I've been listening to the people in Australia and America, yeah, they're just saying it's just and 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 that's why I feel very comfortable not working. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean really lucky that I do other beauty treatments so mm. when I'm allowed to go back I think those will be the ones that I'll be pushing in the yeah. first or so um but yeah I, I mean at this time of year anyway you know the, we're so subjected to the weather with the, the the life of our glue how it works from one client to the next and you you know how it's happened but you could have a whole day of, of clients you've got one client who comes in she might be menopausal. She's come in had it having a hot flush, and suddenly the humidity goes up in the room. And you think, "Oh God, well this is just going to be really difficult." So to have all of that, just put it all in a melting pot, and then, de- and then deal with the shield and a mask and a and oh, and I, you know, I actually myself have you know the odd hot flush already, and I'm like, I tried the safety goggles over my yeah. glass over the shield and that works so much better but my face what do you do you put um over your glasses yeah you know the the kind of ones that you can buy for in the building not those glasses surely plastic glasses over my glasses over those glasses because you wear quite big glasses well these ones are for long distance i've got slightly smaller ones for, for lash work but even those i was doing some practice fans the other day and I thought, shit, I'm going to have to go and get another eye test. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I, I really couldn't see as well as I could four months ago. And I don't know if that's because I'm not using my eyes all the time. Are opticians open for everyone now or is it just kind of yeah. emergency? They are. They are open. Um, but I've got an email. I haven't actually looked at it. But yes. I want to get some special glasses made, but because I want wraparound glasses made so they'll protect my eyes. But I want all of the plus three or plus fours at the top of my glasses so that when I'm looking down, I've got the magnification at the top. Yeah, yeah. it takes a long time. One of my um, uh, lash girls actually ended up taking a tile, her husband, and yeah. some lash. And sat her all on the lap, you know, yeah. and kind of up to about the right place so that the optician could then yeah. put the, yes. the right Brilliant. I'm going to take a mannequin head in and my yeah. black pillow. That's a good idea. Because actually, because um, I, I had mine, and mine are great now for like if I'm looking at my phone yeah. or something, but just that an extra two or three inches away yeah. and it, I'm focused. Um, the other ones that I've seen are the dental glasses. The, the, the ones, that the do- loops. Have you have you tried those? Tom? The ones with the little 
things. Yeah. I've never been able to get the ones that I've ordered to work, but um, because you need to look away. Yes. They've never, yeah, I just haven't got on with them. But I, my problem is the magnifiers work well, but the shield, I've tried, I've bought extra foam to make a bigger wadge behind. But the foam I've got is almost like neoprene, so it doesn't. It's not flexible enough. So I haven't sourced the right foam. So I'm actually still not ready to go based on that. So I need to get an another. They said that the shields need to be fitting well to your forehead, but I don't actually see why because all of the stuff's going to be going up through the bottom and around the sides anyway. Right. Yeah, um, that's why I've gone back to thinking that the the, the safety. Over the reading glasses. Which will you actually, not wear a shield? And then the face mask. So I will. No shield. Uh, no shield because I wear the either the Vox mask um, or I've got the big mask. Yeah. And but did they say that that would be okay? Again, the uh, Professional Beauty Direct have said that if that is sufficient PPE, but it's I think and well they they haven't they haven't said that they're going to do particular guidelines themselves of what their insurance will require the government say go so maybe that's another thing maybe that maybe they're they're testing the uh the hairdressing industry first Mm. so it's no bad thing for us really (laughs) no in a way in a way but but you know so much of europe are lashing uh america's lashing mind you numbers are soaring there but probably not because of the lash artists and you know in even india is lashing and doing all their permanent makeup but that is because their economy is desperate they cannot put india in lockdown but you know they that's desperate have you seen the the footage of the like covid patients in hospital two in a bed it's just heartbreaking what's happening in mumbai and delhi it's just oh absolutely you know it just makes you glad that we've got an NHS, you know, we've got some sort of health service. I mean, they uh, have fantastic doctors in India, and some in India, some very clever, yeah. clever doctors, but they just don't have enough resources. They don't have the money for the size of population. No, no, no we didn't. And they're we, on the way up, but they were after us, weren't they? So they're still climbing, climbing. I don't know where they're going to end up. No. And the, and generally, it's it's quite similar to certain areas in Italy. You know, their their population is aged. Yeah. You know, their their um, health level naturally is not as good. Good. Mm-hmm. And then they have the, the the supplies in the hospitals, so you mm-hmm. can just see that it's going to be very very detrimental. Yes. Well, Carly, I hope you've got some nice plans today, Mrs. Housewife. Are you going to do some? Um, baking and have your husband's uh, three-course meal ready for him when he returns from the <laughs> workplace. Expect dinner on the table when I get home. I Real start. 1950s Stepford wife. I was thinking I need to get my little dolly dress out. Yeah. And a pinny. Put my hair and put a pinny on and just get ready for him. <laughs> Actually, the likelihood is not. <laughs> no. Get your own dinner, love. This is not the 1950s. <laughs> just because I'm at home, it doesn't mean I... I'm your biatch. Yes. In fact, it's at, it's my actual birthday tomorrow. I've oh. had honorary birthdays on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm having another one today. So I've got two of my lash girls um, 
uh, coming over and we are going to have a bit of lunch and uh, Jules has made me the most amazing cake. Oh, so, Carly. Right at the end of the week. <laughs> oh, well, happy birthday for tomorrow. Just before we wrap up, what three things have you done today that you can pat yourself on the back for? Quite a lot by the sounds of things. I know, I can actually sort of spread out and I can like, what do I pick today? <laughs> We all got up and got dressed on time. Uh, it's the uh, lunchbox for school. Uh, I've already cleaned the kitchen, so I'm feeling well chuffed. <laughs> oh, gosh. I blinking well hated doing lunchboxes. It's been lovely to have a, a break. But it is funny the things that you start to miss. Did you enjoy doing the packed lunch? This morning I did because it was different. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did she get some extra special treats in there because she had to go to school and her sister doesn't? Yeah, absolutely. And they're not allowed to buy anything from the canteens or anything like that. So, yeah, we, I made sure she was uh, well and truly supplied today. <laughs> well, have a lovely day today and an even better yeah. day tomorrow. And I will speak to you soon. Hopefully, when we get a bit of news, I will be so catching up with everyone again. Fingers crossed. Take care. Take Nineteen.